Are you ready to learn how to apply your products? As you know, my one-on-one -on -one sessions are geared towards your customized skin recipe. It's kind of like the cake recipe. What to do at home, what to do in the clinic with ongoing support based on your skin needs, values, budget, lifestyle, and much more. My skin camp programs are really fun because this is where I teach my expert level tutorials, including how to apply your products, how to do facial gua sha, lymphatic drainage alongside your skincare routine, makeup, hair care, at-home peels, as well as pre-post recovery tips, and my highly coveted dermal rolling demo with advanced protocols. Register now for Fall Skin Camp over at theschoolofradiance.com. Um, we begin very soon. Don't miss out. Attend the lessons live or catch the replay at your convenience. Head on over to theschoolofradiance.com and enjoy today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's live recording on the Rachel Varga podcast. Go ahead and share this episode with a man in your life, a significant other, or a friend who you think could benefit from you know, some man skincare tips. So in today's episode, we're going to cover men's skincare tips and my frequently asked questions around low brows, hooded upper eyelids, eye bags, sensitive skin, adult acne scarring, textural concerns, sun damage, and improving a receding hairline, which just so you know, doesn't just affect the gents, it affects the ladies also. Be sure to leave your questions in the comment section on the At Rachel Varga official Facebook page, YouTube channel, and while you're at it, be sure to subscribe and hit the bell so that you know when I go live next and when new episodes are released. And of course, you can uh, hang out with me on Instagram at Rachel Varga official. Send me DM your questions. Uh, your questions actually, when you reach out to me, really inspire me and give me some, uh, you know, fuel for the fire for what I should be talking about next here on the show. All right. And any products we're going to talk about today, I will uh, be sharing at rachelvarga.ca forward slash store. But if you'd like a little bit of, you know, some one-on-one -on -one customized guidance to figure out a plan for both at home and in clinic, it, that's going to be in accordance with your budget and lifestyle. Book a one-on-one -on -one with me at rachelvarga.ca. Okay, so first things first, let's kind of talk about the elephant in the room. I really feel for the guys. I work with a lot of men. Uh, it's funny, I did a consult yesterday and he wasn't sure if I worked with men. In fact, yes, I do. And my most famous clients for the most part are the gentlemen. And I love working with guys. I make it kind of fun and also uh, kind of put their nerves at ease a little bit because guys never learn how to care for their skin. And I really feel for men, you know, for women growing up, we have our parents, we have our girlfriends showing us how to do our hair and our makeup. By the way, this hair of mine was the, <laughs> I got teased a lot for my, my curly frizzy hair. And it took me a long time to figure out how to deal with it until I used, uh, I learned how to wield the round brush. So Feeling that myself really helps me relate to men and just kind of like not knowing what the heck to do with their skincare, how to apply this, what goes on after that, what should you be using for this, that, and the other thing. So I am going to help you guys out. This is going to be a really fun episode. First of all, let's start with the basics to avoid overwhelm. So here we go. The basics that pretty well everybody should be doing is cleansing the skin morning and night 
thoroughly rinsing off your cleanser and bonus points if you wash your face in the shower or the bath at nighttime. Only ever rinse your face off with clean, fresh running water, not the stagnant bathtub water or stagnant sink water. If you are washing your face over the sink, just make sure that you're using the fresh water from the faucet. And when you are washing your face, do a little bit of gentle lymphatic drainage. If you're watching this, you're going to see me kind of um, mimicking how I would wash my face and apply my moisturizer going from the middle of my face laterally to the sides and then down my neck. And what that does is it helps to support lymphatic drainage. You guys probably heard of like gua sha and facial cupping and all that stuff. You got fingertips that do a pretty darn good job. But what you want to make sure you do when you are um, doing a little bit of facial massage is open opening up your clavicular lymph nodes, which are some nodes that just sit right above your clavicle here so that your, um, your lymph can flow from your face down your neck and out through the rest of your body. So for example, if say you're struggling with acne to your jawline, sometimes that can be a sign of just a little bit of lymphatic blockage and drainage. I know for me, that's something that I'm prone to get uh, and, and experience as well. So wash your face morning and night. That's key. That's non-negotiable. Double wash in the evening. And then you want to follow that up with your moisturizer. Now you have to use a moisturizer that's specific to your skin needs. That's why I won't always say, oh, this is the best product in general, or this is the best treatment in general. Really, it depends what your needs are. So that's where a one-on-one -on -one consult with me comes in handy. Then you want to make sure that you're using a mineral-based sunscreen every single day, every day that ends with a Y. And the reason why is, you know, we get a lot of, uh, we get kind of like more UV skin light exposure now more than ever because of our devices. So I have, you know, studio lighting right now. I got my studio light. I got my computer. I got my phone. So we're, I'm getting a lot of UVB, or sorry, blue light uh, on my skin. So you'll even notice on my glasses, I have some blue blockers on. And then outside, we get a lot of the UVA and UVB rays. And those are, you know, the UVA is the aging rays, the UVB are the burning rays. But now we have LEDs and studio lighting and our devices in our home that's aging us as well. So mineral sunscreen every single day. And you want to make sure that you are applying it to the delicate periocular area and not missing out on your upper lower eyelid. That's a little bit of a tip for the eyes and every day. Uh, there, sunscreen's been getting quite a bit of flack lately, but there are a lot of CRAP sunscreens out there that contain a lot of like mineral filters, which are actually known hormone disruptors. So for the gents, we want to be extra cautious about not exposing our bodies to toxins that are going to mess with your hormones, which can result in things like erectile dysfunction. Nobody really wants that. Or hairline loss, right? Receding hairline. And so, you know, Nick the Axe body spray, the old spice stuff, those are just latent with hormone disruptors. The verdict is out on the reasons and the mechanisms as to how that impacts your hormones. So really important to make sure you're uh, paying attention to that. And also, you want to make sure that you're exfoliating the skin about two to five times a week. So, you know how you can take some sandpaper and, you know, sand some wood and stuff like that. You kind of want to do that to your face, but you don't want to be using sandpaper. You want to be using a product that's going to 
kind of buff and polish the skin, right? And there is a particular scrub that I love. Uh, this is actually a pretty general product recommendation I can make. It's the Zeo Micro Polish. You can pick that up at rachelvarga.ca forward slash store. I love that one. Um, I didn't actually, I did use it this morning in the shower and I love it. So it's great for things like, like textural roughness, things like that. You got to get the dead skin off and a huge issue I find with my male clients who are complaining of textural issues and diffuse redness and sensitivity, they are not cleansing properly and they are not exfoliating properly. So what happens, you get this buildup of dirt, oil, debris, dead skin, creams, pollution. Make sure you got some killer uh, air purifiers in your home too. Check out my interview with uh, David Melbourne from Hypo Air, where we talk about air purification devices for your home that help to uh, eradicate different microbes and also uh, things like mold and other pollutants, which will kind of sit on your skin and also cause oxidative stress. So you want to take off the things that could potentially be creating oxidative stress on the skin. So we talked about double cleansing, in the evening, single cleanse in the morning, moisturize every single day, face, eyelids, neck. A little tip for men is you want to make sure that you're getting back here as well. Because uh, I do actually meet with men and they're like, Rachel, what do we do about the aging on the back and side of my neck? Well, just be really consistent with your product application. It's actually really simple. Uh, like with our freedoms, our good looks and our collagen is a lot easier to maintain than it is to regain. I hope you guys appreciate the little parallels that I kind of do a little unconsciously subliminally. I know a lot of you guys pick it up, which is sweet. Uh, so whatever you do to the face, eyelids, neck, side of the neck, and also don't forget the top of the chest. For ladies, I want you to kind of do more of the chest area, but for the guys, don't forget. And also your leftover moisturizer on your hands. And do kind of like a gentle exfoliation about two to five times a week. That's really, those are really the basics. I kid you not, if you're using really good medical grade products, you're just covering those four basics, you will notice a difference in your skin within just a couple of days. Definitely uh, more glassiness to the skin, less diffuse redness. Um, usually within that one to two weeks is, is pretty typical. Uh, that's what my clients over the last 10 years have kind of taught me. And I take clues from my clients as to kind of what works, what doesn't work, which products work for this specific skin type and need. Another thing about the basics with uh, the gentleman is a lot of times my male clients don't like really heavy creams and they don't like to feel greasy. But sometimes my clients don't really care. And then I'll um, make some other recommendations. So there is kind of like a nuance to selecting the right moisturizer. Maybe I want to use a gel for a client that doesn't love a heavy cream. Uh, but you want to make sure that they're going to be addressing specific needs. All right. So the next thing I want to cover is more and more men are seeking rejuvenation and medical grade skincare than you might actually realize. You've probably heard of the term Brotox. That has come to light because a lot of men are actually getting treatments and us as providers, we kind of want to make it fun for the guys and not feel like too hyper feminine because typically skincare, uh, self-care, rejuvenation is you know, has been generally reserved for the ladies, but more and more men are really wanting to crush it in their professional job. They want to compete with people that are looking younger than them. The biggest thing for guys is that they don't want to look tired. Same with ladies as well. But but that's kind of that that's really huge. And they want to be able to go outside and maybe not burn easily and, and not get a lot of photo damage while still being active and doing the activities that they love. So 
definitely more and more men are also on Zoom. They're seeing themselves more. They might have their clients say, hey, maybe, you know, you could start using skincare to prevent some of the changes and aging processes that they're seeing in their skin. So a lot of times my clients will actually book or gift a consult for their partner, which is really cool. So if you're a current client of mine and you would uh, like to have your partner meet with me to go over some basics, because sometimes it's like uh, with my client's children, um, they want their kids to be following good things, but they don't feel like the kid is going to really listen to them. And uh, that can actually sometimes be the case for couples. It's, it's really, um, I, I love helping couples out because the thing with, with uh, for myself, I don't want to look that much better than my husband with his skin aging process. So sometimes it's not a bad idea. Like if you are in a partnership to uh, kind of like keep each other in check, be like, oh, have you know, have you done your dermal rolling? Have you done your skincare? Did you put your moisturizer on? Things like that. Just doing that check in to kind of keep each other um, motivated. And yeah, a lot more men are, you know, booking with me and interested in rejuvenation than you might realize, which I think is pretty cool. So what can we do for things like low brows, hooded upper eyelids and lower eye bags? Well, this is going to be maybe a little bit more into um, like the non-surgical injectable options as well as sometimes even surgical options. So it really just depends. Uh, flat out, I'm not going to recommend tear trough dermal fillers. And that is based on my 10 and a half years in the industry in oculoplastics and having probably had to fix about two or three botched tear trough fillers a week. I got really sick and tired of it. So that's actually what motivated me to write my first academic article. So I am a published uh, researcher. I write papers. I peer review them. I sit on the board of Classic Surgical Nursing Journal. And tear trough filling is like the number one thing that can go wrong. And it might look good initially, like what you see on Instagram with you know, filler applied immediately, dark circles are gone. But what you don't see is what happens a month later, six months later, nine months later, nine years later, the filler can migrate, it can grab water, it can start to look distorted and not so good. And the last thing we want for men is for, for you as a man to be like, oh, now people can tell I've had a treatment, right? Same with the red face with rejuvenation treatments as well. Uh, so I'm very familiar with navigating that. Sometimes with the lower eyelid area, we want to do things like support the cheek and revolumize maybe lost fat or bone or collagen in the cheek area. But we do have to be careful with things like dermal fillers around the eyes just because of the potential for migration and side effects. And there are a lot. And you guys can read my papers on my website at rachelvarga.ca forward slash research. I have my three latest papers up and I have a few more on the go as well. My goal is to actually do 10 by the end of the year. Okay. For uh, sensitive skin and redness to cheeks, a lot of times my clients think that, oh, they have rosacea. They had someone tell them a long time ago that their diffuse redness to their cheeks, their nose uh, is rosacea. And, and uh, obviously, this isn't medical advice. If you think you have a medical condition, you must seek the guidance of a licensed physician. This is educational information only. I have to say, though, that a lot of times when clients of mine just get on a really solid, basic four-step protocol, we're talking the cleanser, moisturizer, sunscreen, scrub, that diffuse redness and sensitivity tends to go down pretty significantly within about a week or two. And the reason why is your skin just starts getting talked to and looked after 
the way that it wants, but you have to use the right products based on your specific skin needs. Say, for example, you're oily, your combination, you're dry, you have hyperpigmentation and age spots, uh, you're acne prone. As you can tell, there's a lot of variables that goes into um, myself selecting and uh, providing a protocol for my clients. So a lot of times the redness to cheek sensitive skin can be due to just uh, missing out on one of those key aspects of cleanse, moisturize, sunscreen, exfoliation, but it can also be related to sometimes uh, mold toxicity, uh, having a lot of histamines in the body, being very reactive, uh, having a lot of inflammation internally, which can sometimes even be related to diet. And that's why I'm such a big fan of also incorporating things like biohacking into the mix as well. So for my clients, I kind of make recommendations of like specific things that they could investigate to help them unpack why they might actually have diffuse redness, maybe even swelling around the eyes and acne and things like that. Because the skin is our largest organ. And that's why, you know, sometimes we can feel vain looking after ourselves and investing in skincare and investing in rejuvenation. But when you think about it, the skin is our largest organ and what goes in comes out, right? It, our skin really displays what's happening on the inside. What's up, Andy Sky? We have a professional photographer in the house. Andy, I'm sure that you really understand when you're doing a photo shoot for someone, their, um, their insecurities can come out. And by the way, there is a killer sunscreen that I work with, uh, the Tizo 3 at rachelvarga.ca, which a lot of my my male clients love because uh, I work with uh, clients that are like on Access Hollywood that are my husband, you know, he'll do press conferences on like Paramount Network and stuff like that. He's got to look good for his press conferences. So sometimes a little bit of like a tinted sunscreen can be really nice for men to wear when they're say on calls doing presentations or in the media and spotlight. So it's kind of like a little bit of like a skin cheat, but also making sure that your skin is getting the protection that it needs. Pretty cool. You probably never even thought about that. But something as simple as like a medical grade tinted sunscreen can actually make the skin look really great on camera and also in person as well. How do we improve things like texture, collagen, acne scars, and large pore size? Well, it really kind of depends, um, you know, the age group. Are we dealing with, you know, significant acne scarring or is it just kind of like large pores? What I find is as we age, our pores get a little bit kind of wider. And there's things we can do to actually kind of narrow in the pore, such as laser resurfacing treatments. So there's a number of laser resurfacing treatments on the market that really help with texture, collagen, acne, scars, and pore size. There's about, you know, 100, 150 lasers out there. There's really only about two or three that I would really trust for myself and also my friends, family, and clients. Uh, there's a lot of CRAP out there. There's a lot of um, like radiofrequency, microneedling, CO2, erbium, IPL. It can be a little bit overwhelming trying to decipher which treatment is going to be right for you. And there are so many options out there, but it really depends on what your specific needs are and also what your skin type is. So I'm a Fitzpatrick skin type too. So I tend to uh, respond really well to things like IPL for age spots, red acne scars, things like that. And then there's other lasers that are actually safe for pretty well all skin types, which I can recommend. I, so I do have to be careful with recommendations because I don't want to say, oh, 
you know, this is great for this, this is great for this, but it really depends like the sensitivity level of your skin, prep work you've done before. Are you going to um, follow a solid routine afterwards? What's your budget? Are you okay with being red for a couple of days? Because sometimes the uh, treatments that improve texture, collagen, acne scars, and large pore size can leave you feeling looking quite red for about three to 10 days. It just depends on the depth and the type of treatment that you're getting. CO2, erbium, uh, fractionated, ablative, non-ablative, non-fractionated. There's all these terms. It's like, trust me, I do not expect you to understand anything I just said there, but it can't, you will hear those terms once you start to look at technology. So I hope you kind of navigate that and just keep you on the straight and narrow. But the thing with guys is you don't like pain and you don't like looking red. I understand that. And so sometimes we can kind of like tiptoe a little bit into uh, some options that are, are going to kind of like warm you up to even having your face touched. Like my husband, he's a six-time pro world champion kickboxer, and he is my most sensitive client. When I go and do laser treatments and chemical peels on him, it's really quite fascinating. So even if you're like this rough and tough guy, there can be some anxiety around getting rejuvenation treatments. So I kind of help to mitigate that. And trust me, there are even some supplements that you can take to reduce things like inflammation and actually help you heal faster. And also just doing some of the prep work before lasers, like the cleanse, moisturize, sensory scrub, being on a solid routine for a couple of weeks beforehand can actually also really help um, mitigate prolonged healing and speed things up a little bit to get you um Back up and Adam in no time. All right. So what are the best procedures and treatments for reducing sun damage? Well, it depends. Are we talking about things like loss of collagen or are we talking about things like sunspots or are we talking about fine lines and wrinkles? So as you know, it's kind of like there's so many variables and uh, there's just a lot of people online giving really, really bad advice. And just because they have this like huge following or a huge YouTube channel and they're talking about here, use the CeraVe or Cetaphil product. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Those are full of parabens and toxins, especially if you're a man, you want to make sure that you're avoiding those because of what I mentioned before in regards to a hormone disruption resulting in higher rates of things like ED and hair loss and hormonal disruption and things like that. So you really have to be careful the about the information that you're hearing. There's a lot of free information out there, but there's also a lot of disinformation and misinformation. And you're going to be hearing things like confirmation bias. If you're kind of like, what the heck did I just say, I recommend you check out my other interview with Andrew Bustamante. He's known as Everyday Spy. He actually was CIA operative for eight years and now does private intelligence work. And we were kind of having some fun talking about disguises and stuff like that. And uh, actually, this stuff is, is kind of part of that. It's really quite fascinating. Okay, so as I mentioned before, receding hairlines don't just impact men. And there are some things that we can do. And there's also a lot of ways that you can waste your time and money. So some of the most effective uh, things that I've seen work for my clients are things like microneedling, stamping, PRP for the hairline. But it really depends. And it also depends who you go to and which microneedling and dermal rolling products and stamping products you're using and then what products you're applying afterwards. So Obviously, I can't possibly give you the rundown on the best of the best in, you know, a 25-minute episode here. But there are some really great at-home options that uh, I do like to share. And 
uh, to be totally honest with you, this is actually something I do to maintain my edges. So it's not just for the men. Receding hairlines don't just impact men. They impact women too. And to be totally honest with you, I have seen a huge uptick in hair loss over the last year and a half of my clients asking about this stuff more than ever in regards to their edges and also on their crown and even into their brows and lashes. So there's a couple of different options there that can help, but it's not just impacting the gents. It's impacting all of us. And But also just I do want to hop back for a hot second to the receding hairline thing. If you've noticed some changes in your hair and you're noticing like significant hair thinning all of a sudden, it might not be a bad idea for you to just check in with your doctor and see what your thyroid levels are doing uh, because that can sometimes be like an early warning sign of, uh, you know, hormone dysregulation and your thyroid being off and maybe you need to look at ways to support that. So I'm going to take a couple of live questions here. So either drop your question in the comment section on Facebook and on YouTube. And by the way, at Rachel Varga official are the Facebook and YouTube channels. Make sure that you subscribe and hit the bell notification, like this video, share it. And even if you're watching the replay, please do like a hashtag replay. And I will answer your question. I actually check every single comment and I love hanging out with you guys. And if you're on Instagram, use a little chat bubble with the question mark in it and I'll take some live questions now. So I can't possibly answer every single question here that, that I kind of um, approached in an episode and provide the right guidance for you with your specific needs. So let's connect. I would love to hang out with you. In fact, I love working with men. I do kind of have to spend a little bit of extra time with my gentleman clients. So sometimes it's advised to select that extra 15 minute option. Be sure to use promo code podcast 15 for 15% off of your call. And don't worry, I love working with men. I make it fun. I kind of will put your nerves at ease a little bit and give you guidance along the way. Trust me, guys are always like, oh, how do you actually wash your face or how do you actually properly apply your moisturizer and sunscreen? So I love to uh, answer those questions. There's there's no such thing as a wrong question, but really like, guys never really get this insight as they grow up and go through life. So a lot of times I see the age group that men meet with me are kind of like 30s to 60s and a lot of high profile men, CEOs, celebrities, even, you know, regular people like you and I that just want to make sure that we age well. Uh, I just, I love helping um, everybody out that is wanting to get access to the best of the best information. That is what I do. So there are some questions that came through, but I did actually get a chance to answer them on today's call, which is great. So it was fun hanging out with you all and covering all things men's skincare tips and my frequently asked questions around low brows, hooded upper eyelids, eye bags, which sometimes is going to be a non-surgical injectable. Sometimes you might need to invest in some uh, different eyelid surgery options, lasers, but definitely getting uh, just that reminder to use your skincare actually to your lash line. We have to make sure that your sunscreen isn't going to be chemical-based and potentially sting your eyes. I also talked about, you know, ways to mitigate things like sensitive skin, covering your basics with your cleanser, moisturizer, sunscreen, scrub, sometimes looking at some things that are running in the background, like histamine, sometimes being on a low histamine diet can be helpful. Taking certain supplements to reduce oxidative stress is helpful as well. Looking at things like mold and gut health, trust me, they're actually all more interconnected than you might realize. 
And they also covered things like adult acne, scarring, textural concerns, sun damage, and improving a receding hairline. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with me. It was fun to uh, do a, a, a call on men's skincare tips. If you have any questions, send me an email, info at rachelvarga.ca, and book your one-on-one session with me at rachelvarga.ca and use promo code PODCAST15. I would love to hang out with you. Have a great day, everybody.